0: Hello, and welcome to CLAMP, the Creating, Living, and Making podcast. I'm your host, Morley Kurt, and joining me as always is Grant Alexander. Hello. And Adam Mackey. Hello. Thank you, everyone who is watching on the YouTube live stream. If you're not watching right now this episode, well, you will be listening to it after it was published on Buzzsprout, so you already know the answer to that. Um Yeah, this is our 52nd episode, our one-year anniversary. Um, Apologies for the technical difficulties for people in the YouTube live stream, but we think we got it all figured out now. But if anything seems to stop working, please let us know, because we can't hear it. We can only hear each other. Um, But on that, what are in your clamps this week? Adam, what have you been working on? I actually got a video out for once.
1: Which is pretty exciting, yeah. I got um, I put out a puzzle video with my son, um, which anyone who follows us knows that I started recording that like a year ago, and cut out the dinosaurs, and they've been sitting in my garage for a year, and yeah, finally got them cut out, which is uh, which was awesome. My my son loved it, and like the using the spiral um, blades for the scroll
2: saw was so good. Nice, yeah, yeah. that definitely looked like. Something I need to look into
1: yeah, yeah, no, it was it was really good, As I had to help him a little bit because like you know the scroll saw likes to lift the wood and stuff and he he kept like not holding it down, but other than that like he did so well, and like I feel confident that I could like once he learns to hold the wood down, I reckon he could use the the uh, scroll saw by himself, which I think is pretty cool
0: sweet well uh this week um we got a new laser at the steam project um we went to go visit the guy who was selling it last week and things moved pretty quickly there and i found out that it was getting delivered a couple days ago and so uh, wow. a bunch of the past two days has been spent getting it set up um so it is on the laser tube it says it's 118 watts but in reality that's more like 100 watts uh, of usable power and the bed is just under five feet wide and three feet deep. Um, it's massive. It's absolutely gigantic. That's just the bed size. That's not, uh, the size of the actual machine, which is about four feet tall. Um, and it's, it is amazing. Yeah. We were doing some test cuts and getting the chiller set up. Um, it's because we've pivoted so much during the pandemic into creating kits and doing a lot of manufacturing. It's going to be like an absolute game changer. And it's cool because I think it's going to allow everyone to come up with projects they might not have thought of before. Just because we were only dealing with a 24 by 12 inch bed before on the epilogue. So now it's it's not just that we can cut more bigger things out faster. It's that we might be able to do laser cutting projects had larger pieces and thicker materials that we didn't even think of before. And uh, so that's very fun. And also at work, we've kind of switched gears to prepare for the summer. So the other head staff um, are now at the Makerspace each day. And it's, it's really exciting. Like I went to summer camp for eight years as a camper. And then I spent one year as a CIT. And then, two summers ago working at The Lodge was a very campy experience. So I'm super pumped to like have this camp experience um, again. And we've been... We we spent like hours today just like brainstorming and thinking about like the overall goals for the summer and before we kind of dive deep into the mission. And we have a solid two months of staff training ahead of us. So we really want to make sure that like we're putting in the time to make it like an amazing summer for these kids, many of whom are probably feeling super cooped up and really just want to like get out and do stuff and make stuff. So it's exciting. Um, I'm hoping that the summer is allowed to go as planned. Um, Although last summer they still were able to, and just with, you know, day camps existing as daycare for many families, I don't really, or we don't really foresee that the government would go ahead and close day camps just because of how much backlash there would be. Um but we'll see. We're we're planning on uh everything running and that's all we can do. Um so it work has been busy and fun the last few days, but outside of work, um I finished up the kerf bent chair that I've been working on. Um and I'm really happy with how that came out. It's nice to do a wooden chair, not a cardboard one this time. <laughs> uh so that was
2: it, yeah, go on. It looks a lot more comfortable than the cardboard chair.
0: It's I mean it's I think they're both comfortable to be honest. Oh. Like the cardboard chair, we actually have a blanket over it right now, which kind of softens it out a little bit, but the shape is very ergonomic. Um the the wooden chair doesn't have a back, so you know, it's like a <laughs> different criteria. <laughs> um yeah. the uh, but, uh I think I yeah. think the,
2: it have you ever gotten a cardboard paper cut or cardboard cut I guess?
0: I, I probably I've gotten paper cuts. It might have been with cardboard. Can't quite remember okay. specifically. <laughs> well,
2: when I see a cardboard chair like that, all I think is like, for some reason, like sitting down on it with a pair of shorts and like being destroyed, like everywhere yeah. that skin touches. So I don't know. A blanket over it I think would make it way more comfortable. Though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's good. It's it's enjoyable. And Penny really likes it now. She's like kind of claimed it as her own. She'll like. She, because of her cerebellar hypoplasia, she kind of like spreads her legs out to get stable and she'll like claim it as her own. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I started working on the video for the chair, the other chair, the curve bent chair, um, which I'm having a lot of fun with. I'm definitely drawing some inspiration from Andrew Zito and just how much fun he has with his, some of his edits, um, especially with some of this music I found, it's kind of reminding me of, uh, some of his, uh, recent videos. So I'm very excited to put that out. Um, yeah, that's what I've got going on this week. What about you, Grant? What is in your clamps?
2: Well, this week, I finally uh, finished uh, putting finish on all of the drawers. And I will say it took forever. I would think like I started this project over a year ago. But in, in reality, it's been the project started in 2016. But my segue is that it's taken a year. Uh, so <laughs> we should probably just reflect on other things that have taken a year.
0: Yeah. yeah, A lot has taken a year. I feel like um, I've lived many changes this year. Um, you know, I think, like I've said before, um, like Scott Galloway in his book Post-Corona, his kind of perspective is that, COVID has accelerated everything Um, and I think it it has accelerated a lot of things and it's made me, you know, having the opportunity this past year to take time, not working full time for someone else was a really good experience. Like I am happy I'm doing it now, but when I was driving to work today and I was thinking about, I had started editing the video this morning and I was thinking like, Oh, it's uh, I just really wanted to continue doing it. And I was thinking back to, Last year when I wasn't working for anyone else and I could just go to a cafe, this was pre COVID and spend all day editing. And I was like, yeah, I just, that's just not an option right now. Number one, cause I can't go to a cafe. And number two, <laughs> um, just because I am working, uh, during the day. And so like, I'm happy where I am right now in this job and I'm like, I I feel very lucky that I was able to have that opportunity to really like take some time and work on my own stuff and reflect. Um, and it was, it was, it was a nice experience. Um, and it's cool. I feel like, you know, it's like when you look back on a vacation you had as a kid, like you didn't really appreciate it in the moment as much as you do when you look back and you're like, wow, I'm never going to have that experience again. Like that specific experience is now gone. And all I have is the memories and, and the lessons learned from it.
2: Totally. And, um, man, re- relating it to like, like family vacations Because as a kid, one year we went from like our home in Kingston all the way out East to like every single province except for Newfoundland. And then the next year we went all the way out West to all the provinces up out to bc so we literally drove like almost coast to coast we didn't quite make it coast to coast um and at the time i like hated it but when i reflected back i really like like it just seemed like way too much like i remember like spending 16 hours driving in the car like that's a long time to drive in a car as a kid with in a two-door car mind you like a two-door my bat, my dad always bought two-door cars so we had a two-door car with three kids in the back right two adults in the front and we're like you know jammed to the to the gills like the trunk is full the trailer is full we have like our sleeping bags are in the Um, like wheel well or the footwells like and you have your pillow on your lap and you got three kids in the car it's just so ridiculous um but i think back on it like, when you think back on it, I really enjoyed those trips. Um, and when I think back over the last year, I know if someone would have told me how much work this podcast would have been, I probably would have said, no, no, thank you. That's too much. Right? There's, that's a lot of work. I don't know if I could do that. Like, if you add up all the time, you know, spending recording, thinking about the show, strategizing, coming up with thumbnails, trying to get engagement you know, reading up on how to, you know, do different things about uh, about your, like, promoting a podcast, just all that work, and I go, I, I probably wouldn't have done it, but now I look back on it, and it was, like, one of those great experiences because of, you know, all these people that we've met, all these, well, whether we met them through the podcast, there are lots of those, and, and others that joined us along the way that we already knew.
0: Yeah. And, um, sorry, Adam, before you, I I just wanted to say like, I think that's true with most experiences that take work. I I think when you start out, it's very rare that you accurately anticipate like how much work it's going to be. And I can think, I think that's like most things I've done. If I were to think of it, looking back, I'd be like, wow, I would never do that if I knew what what it was going in. And it reminds me of like, when, when we'd be in a really intense training, um, period in, in track, Like we'd be just like doing really hard workouts every day and you'd be finishing up a workout and like, you know, you've, you've crossed over the hump and you're down the other side and you're hurting and you, the thought enters your head of, Oh my God, I'm going to have to do this again tomorrow. But (laughs) you can't think that like, you can't allow yourself to think that you just have to make yourself forget because if you think that way, you'll just, you'll, you'll lose all motivation and like willingness to do anything you kind of have to forget (laughs) and humans are pretty good at that right like if if something has a good outcome um we're pretty quick to forget all of the pain that went into it uh it's our our productive selves on the inside i wish i could tell that to myself
1: years ago (laughs) like we've talked about this before i you know i even now i struggle with like eating properly and stuff and i've just a year later, I would be like, well, if I started a year ago. yeah, I I, yeah. I well, can't believe we've been doing this for a year to me. It, like, it does not feel like a year to me. Um, and yeah, like the community and the people that we've met, like so good. We love you all.
2: Yeah. Well, so you were saying like, you know, you wish you had started a year ago. And like for the eating healthy. And I was actually having a conversation with a colleague of of mine at work today about exactly that, where he went, he knows people that at the start of the pandemic made a plan, said, I'm going to get in shape. I have this extra time. I'm not commuting, whatever. I'm going to take that time and I'm going to transform myself into a better version of myself. And he knows other people who, That gained 100 pounds during the pandemic you know what i mean like that like took all that like any amount of exercise they got by having to walk to the bus is gone now and they look like it like and i know i'm one of those people but i've somehow kept my boyish figure um (laughs) but i do think it's like i think andy few is the one who told me like what's the best time to to plant a tree and he said like Forty years ago, exactly, and the second best time is today. Yeah, and it's really any time in the past is the best time to have planted a, and a tree. Yeah. Any time in the past is the best time to have started a good habit or mm-hmm. quit a bad one. But the second best time is now.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
2: Um, Tinkering
1: rocks asked: Is do you guys have any plans for a canoe camp or cross plan for this summer?
0: I would I would like to go camping. I think finding the time is going to be a little difficult because, you know, working at this camp it is Monday to Friday, but uh, it's going to be pretty full on Monday to Friday. And then if I want to do any making on my own on the weekends, uh, <laughs> it's, it's going to be a hectic summer for sure. So we'll see what happens. Um, is, but we'll make we'll make the time. And they, the the campsites are getting booked up quick though in Ontario because everyone really just wants to get out of the city. Yeah,
1: isn't it funny? Like Molly is like. Learning what it's like to not have time.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, honestly. <laughs> um, this is, uh, I'm, I'm definitely having an, a, my adult, beginning of my adult life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I'm actually a little bit excited. So, every year for um, for Mother's Day, which I don't know if it's the same for you, I don't think it's the same for you guys, but it's for us, it's the yeah. second Sunday in May, or well, the first, I don't know, but it's next weekend. Uh, we go away to two no sorry four hours south of me it's called the blue mountains and it like is one of the only places that snows in australia um it is ridiculously cold like it'll be like zero degrees probably most days um but yeah so we go up there for the weekend and (laughs) great adam you're talking to two canadians (laughs) yeah i know yeah hey i'm talking to the chat as well thank you uh any anyway um and this is the first year that I'm, I've been on holidays for it. Usually I like go straight after work sort of thing and, and all that sort of stuff. But it's also the first year where I've like started making my Instagram more personal. So I'm excited to actually like, there's so many views and stuff up there to actually like get some content for Instagram and take my camera and actually try and get some like nice shots of the landscape and, and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah. yeah, we were meant and to go. Can-
2: Sorry, go Maybe you can make something along the way and make it into, like, a little video.
1: Maybe.
2: Like, yeah. I don't know if you watched, like, Made by Mary Lou, but she just put out a little travel blog video where she went to Zion National Park in Utah, which, by the way, looks amazing, and I want to go I've there now. I've been to Zion.
0: Zion <sighs> is incredible. I haven't watched Mary Lou's video yet, so I don't know if she went there, but uh, Angel's Landing in Zion National Park literally feels like the floating... Um. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Happy <laughs> birthday, Clampcast! Oh, wow. wow. Oh wow. Oh.
1: Thank you. <laughs> you can't hear yeah, us, so,
0: but thank so you. I made you yeah. cupcakes. <laughs> I can't hear.
1: So we we all said thank we you. We all said
0: thank you, but you can't <laughs> hear us. You know what kind of cupcakes are these? Uh, they're chocolate cupcakes, and I will make them again when I see you in person. You can eat <laughs> oh. them not super stale. <laughs> oh, thank awesome. you. Hey. You, know you know what's blowout? funny? <laughs> oh, see, we don't have to do COVID blowouts because it's just the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. what? What's a COVID right, blowout? <laughs> so, like... You know, blowing out candles on cake uh, these days is not really smiled upon. We've actually done this at work, so like, there's been a few birthdays, and so they they put a candle on the cake. So we've just been fanning out the candle like with our hands because you don't want to blow over the food. Do do what they do at like
1: kids' parties and put cling wrap over the cake before we put the candles on.
0: Oh, I've never seen that. That's smart. Uh, Um, So I was saying, "Angel's Landing." um, It feels like the floating islands in avatar you know like all those like floating kind of i don't know what they are islands um it's incredible it is like magical feeling um i I went to the grand canyon and zion both on the same trip and uh the grand canyon is definitely like the biggest thing i've ever seen in my life but zion is like crazy beautiful
2: well so one tip i will give is plan out if you want to do it, because it's the same problem I had with the like Morley and me uh, camping trip is that I didn't plan enough of what I wanted as shots. Like when you're going to do this, you're going to be so like trying to take everything in. So think about it ahead of time so that you don't miss out on some good footage if you plan on doing something like that. Yeah.
0: Or just enjoy it.
2: <laughs> right. Well, like, yeah, if you want to enjoy it, enjoy it. Don't. Do one or the other. Don't try. Like if you end up trying to do both at the same time, you'll end up with a half enjoyed trip and a video that doesn't quite have enough stuff.
1: Yeah. Right? Well, I, I got, um I got some carving tools the other day. So maybe I'll take them with me and try and film something. Yeah. But if I do, it'll probably just be Instagram. Um, nice. But on that, I actually, actually got a handful of tools for free a couple of days ago. I got a uh, drill press, a bandsaw, a linisher, and a few planes. What is a linisher? Like a, uh, what do you, not a linisher, what, the, like the metal, the band sander, like the, um, like a bench uh, grinder, but it's got a belt. A belt a sander? A <laughs> belt sander, yeah. <laughs> That's what I a meant. A linisher? Whoa. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, and I got, I got a, I think it's a number five hand plane. It's like really long. um, So
0: what was the, how did this happen? What's the story?
1: Uh, Well, so my wife's auntie has a, um, I guess you could say boyfriend, but like they're pretty much married, but he, um, he's getting old now and has no use for it all. And he's cleaning out his house to sell it. So so said, come and grab some tools.
2: Oh, that's pretty nice.
1: Yeah. Pretty stoked about that.
2: I mean. Yep. The, the, Sounds like something you
1: were up to this week. Yeah, Could have been you know, in your clan, <laughs> I really but... just remembered about it. Something. Re- oh, the, the carving tools because he gave me some carving tools, but um, the yeah, like the bandsaw and and the um, what was the other thing I got the drill press aren't really that crash hot. Like they're, they're just like tabletop ones. I'll probably end up getting rid of them. But the um the belt sander is like a really expensive one. So definitely been keeping that
0: belt sanders is definitely something i'm uh am envious of other people's shops and having Uh, so i've been working on this wooden geared clock at the makerspace uh to to hang in there and it's a lot of gluing laser cut layers together and then belt sanding them flush and it's just such a handy tool um like the bench i don't know if there's a different names for the bench top belt sanders or the ones that you use to like sand a hardwood floor but i'm talking about the bench top one just so useful i always that thought it was dr- called a okay maybe it is i don't know yeah. um maybe in australia would- yeah. maybe yeah that in a drill press i could see feasibly adding those to like an apartment workshop because they don't make a crazy amount of noise um as long as you have a way to like catch the dust or a lathe as well yeah it is called a lady show Okay. Yeah. I'm glad we um, got that figured out.
1: <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I've wanted one for a while because I actually have plans to make a sword. Um, but I'm going to be making it out of wood, and that's going to help me dramatically in shaping the blade it, and that.
2: I have never, ever heard the term linisher, but if I Google that, it comes up with belt grinders and belt sanders. Is, so yeah, there you go. It must be true. <laughs> so, okay, I have a question for you guys. Okay. What's your favorite episode? And while you guys oh, think about it, I've already been thinking about to it. Us. Yeah, I've already been thinking about it. So I'm going to steal probably the one that might have been yours. I think my favorite episode was uh, "Barriers to Clamping,"
0: mm-hmm.
2: where mm-hmm. we discussed, according to Morley's show notes, we talked about getting out of our own way. Um, I just I remember that one as being just like i don't know had a good like discussion about how we think and why we make and maybe some ways that might have been helpful um you know maybe in the chat people in the chat if you want to let us know what your favorite episode was
0: mm-hmm. well yeah i'm i'm thinking it's funny like looking back on the i'm scrolling through apple podcast now trying to look at them and some of them kind of blend together. Uh, it's like, we've had this like one continuous conversation over the last year that we're like interrupted with guests every time to time. And other than that, it's just kind of, we just kind of keep going. Um, yeah, yeah. Adam, go for
1: it. I'm going to say my favorite probably the sorted clamps. I like it when we just talk crap.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, I, I like having a topic and having something to talk about, but it's, it's nice
0: to just like, just have a chat every now and then actually so i i've liked like the pressures of productivity and like some of those other uh sort of like mental health ones i thought those were really good and were definitely very thought provoking but i really enjoyed the overclamped underclamped episode 38 that was like a lot of fun and i feel like we got like hit on like a lot of interesting topics throughout it like we talked about like all like fads and stuff i kind of like yes. those more like topical in the moment things so that was a lot yeah. of fun
2: so you, you and Adam kind of get together. It's the one that we, we don't really... We have a topic, but it's not really a topic. Interesting. Yeah. So we got uh, Devin is saying that one with Jimmy was a good episode. Yeah, I agree. Good. Jimmy is a good one. He's definitely got some great advice. Like, I remember, you know, being nice is free. Yeah. That's just good advice to, to live by, whether or not I do it.
0: Um, <laughs> it's It's interesting, like, when you think back to those little nuggets of just things that people say, even if they don't say it with a lot of importance that really stick with you. And you're like, did you ever think about like, I wonder if that person thought about like how important what they said to me was. Um, I was thinking about that recently with some, some advice I've been given throughout my life. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, Okay, so Deadrise Woodcraft asks, how many estimated adult beverages has Grant consumed while recording over the last year?
2: Right, so my, my question to him was just during the podcast or while well, I was also recording. Like, I think videos. he means during the podcast. Okay, so it's on average uh, four. Well, it's probably on average three.
1: I'm going to say like 250 then because I'm sure there's so- times you've had more.
2: So, I just need to get a well it's like what's 51 times oh wait, no
0: 3 3 yeah it's about 150 175 Yeah. 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 All
2: right. that's, um, that's just Yeah. That's not that's not that many. <laughs> yeah.
1: Jacob from other, over a year <laughs> Jacob from other dog designs says uh we need some
0: of Eden's Molly impressions this episode. <coughs> All right, I will, I'll call her in later on, or when she when she ducks in, I'll ask her to uh, give some Morley impressions. How about we, so
1: one of our, how about one we of get her favorites? in for the after show, and uh, if anyone hasn't noticed, though, with the live stream, is that
0: you're getting the pre-show and the after show for free. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll, I'll get her in at about 10. Um, the One of our favorite games to play, other than Spit, which is uh, always a, a battle yeah. royale, is hang on on. um, what is spit
1: you need to explain that yeah neither of you know spit
0: oh my gosh that is like is it family friendly yeah no no no. it's just a card game um i can't believe it that's like one of the biggest (laughs) games for my life so you basically you split a deck of cards in two and then you kind of lay out cards in front of you and you have two columns in the middle and you're basically laying cards um in sequential order and basically, like whoever runs out of cards first slaps the deck, and, and you want to end up with the least amount of cards. It's like a playing cards and slapping game. It's about like speed and dexterity and thinking quickly. Um, and wow. it's always like a close race. Did you guys play that game or did you call it something else? Slap. Yeah. Okay. So, other than Slap, uh, <laughs> which we both call Spit, um, we'd like to play Who Am I? And. The answer is always Penny and it's just different impersonations of Penny (laughs) because she is our main source of entertainment over the last year. Actually, so speaking, going back to the topic a little bit over the last year, I cannot imagine not having gotten Penny uh, about a year and a little bit ago just because being in our apartment so much with each other, she just makes life like so much better. Like, yes, she gets us up in the middle of the night sometimes, she scratches us sometimes, but just to have this like loving sentiment being that just like is always playful, always curious um, is, is really great in a pandemic <laughs> <laughs> and outside of a pandemic.
1: Yeah. Well, so well definitely so in a pandemic. you figure what life was like before you had them.
2: Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Very true. The uh so I thinking back over the year, another thing to think about is I I definitely didn't utilize the time that I the extra time I had that I thought I would. Like the first bit of the pandemic, like the first two months of the pandemic, I was getting stuff, I, my productivity was <clears throat> insane. I was doing stuff that had been like on the to-do list like just checking like the to-do list was actually growing shorter for a little bit. And then, you know, the pandemic really kept going. They're like, it's going to be two weeks. It's going to be two months. It's going to be a little longer. We don't know. The summer started looking good. You know, that's when Morley and I like, you know, met in real life. Um, you know, there was like, it was like Australia level cases where it, like you could actually go everywhere without a mask, basically. Well, they still did masks, but. Um, and then it it just got worse and worse. And now we're at like the, the worst part of the worst, but, uh,
0: slightly less worse than last week.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, okay. We're finally starting. We're finally starting around the corner. We do have like in Canada, we got 30% of people have been, got their first shot.
0: Yeah. It's funny. It's funny. Like, so I'm at work. We, you know, we exist in this little bubble in that, like we're planning for the summer and COVID is always a consideration and affects everything, but it's not front of mind in the same way when you're like working from home in your own apartment and you're like looking out the window, it kind of feels like slightly removed from that. And then you listen to the news going home and like hearing about like COVID and everything else. So it's this kind of strange juxtaposition this past couple of weeks, um, between those two kind of different vibes. Um, just like, depending on like where you are spending your time, it feels like the, the, the situation of the pandemic feels very different. Like I remember, so last week in Ontario or two weeks ago now, they announced like a very strict stay at home order. And the next day I went and had to like walk to the, the pharmacy or something. And I went to like the, the main street around here, which is called blur street in Toronto. And you could feel the tension on the street. You could feel that people were angry and like parents were scared. Like they were calling their kids in Uh, like, you know, they're like out playing. They're like, honey, you can't, you can't play outside. Like you're going to get in trouble. Um, You know, people were having like negative interactions in the street and it's, it was very strange. And if I hadn't gone on that walk, I probably wouldn't even felt it at all, but it was so palpable. And it's kind of that weird thing of this past year where like everyone has been going at least for the first time in my lifetime, everyone has been going through like the same experience together. It's like a news item drops and it affects everyone's life and in their interactions in the street the next day. It's very strange.
2: So true. It's, it's like, like Adam, you got a completely different experience yeah. of the pandemic.
1: It, it's it's weird here. It's like completely non-existent. We have, um, like. Concerts going on and festivals and, like, there's pretty much, like, no COVID. Uh, we haven't had a localized case for, like, months now. Um, yeah, one of my one of my good mates at the gym, he, like, went to a festival last weekend, was there for three days. I saw, like, videos on Instagram and, like, everyone's just, like, in the mosh pit. No one cares about social distancing and it's crazy.
0: So, I, I bought eden and myself tickets to, to this yeah yeah well I'm, <laughs> I'm flying out tonight um i bought us tickets to this show in toronto called illusionarium which is this kind of like socially distanced um magic exhibition so it's like there's real magicians and there's also kind of like these virtual reality or kind of projection uh exhibits about the history of magic And it was very, very popular in Toronto. And uh, it was originally supposed to start in December and has now been postponed to May. It's been postponed like five times. And uh, I got us to go, I got tickets for us to go in April and it got postponed. And now I'm thinking like, that was the stupidest thing to buy those. Like, the show is never going to happen. They're just going to (laughs) keep pushing it and then it's just going to get canceled. Like, what was I thinking? (laughs) I was meant to go to a concert for my
1: birthday last year and then COVID happened. And and then, because uh, I, I was meant to go see Metallica as well, and then that got cancelled. Oh, sick. They got cancelled because James went into rehab, and then COVID happened, mm-hmm. so they couldn't do it the following year when they were meant to. Yeah. Like, all I want is to see Metallica before I die. Like, nice. Or before good-
2: they die, well, that, yeah. which is more likely.
1: <laughs> well,
0: I don't know. I'm I'm so excited for like live shows and and parties like that is I'm chomping at the bit to go like have a just a like a fun experience in a big crowd of people and I think like i thought about before like I want to go to Burning Man and now that like COVID has happened I'm like yeah I'm definitely going to go to Burning Man at some point or at least one of the regional ones that would still be on <laughs> if you're here it would be not here though
2: <laughs> you know what the difference is in australia there's two big differences one you're an island right and so you're e- much easier to you're to like stop uh the flow of people yeah okay makes sense uh, where like between Canada and US, Wait, there's just people flights. that yeah yeah like between Canada and us there's people that live in the us and work in Canada. yeah right so they cross the border every single day Hmm. right like it's very difficult to tell them like no sorry you can't go to your job anymore like they did for a bit but the other thing is you when you guys got like a small amount of cases you guys locked down hard yeah oh yeah like super hard and took care of it i wish we had done the same we did that i remember so um, a year ago this is like the clamping on covid too you (laughs) know but
0: uh what has happened the past year (laughs) COVID. <laughs>
2: right but like a year ago i remember they did uh like the first lockdown i went for a walk and there was no cars on the, ro- the road at all right like that was a lockdown they were like nobody you would like you could like it felt like i am legend like level of no one around yeah uh, like you know a post-apocalyptic dystopia kind of world and this last lockdown it didn't look like anything changed because the rules were so like permissive. It's like they had stuff like construction. If you have any construction go forward as long as they agreed to it of starting before a week from now, right? So everyone just started putting up contracts to, to start today. They gave them a little too much heads up.
0: Yeah. Okay, so moving away from COVID a little bit. Yes. I'm sure everyone <laughs> is, 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 has heard enough about it in their own lives as well. Um, I think one – cool thing that has kind of happened over the past year is I've realized and had lots of experience with, uh, you know, being able to just kind of like get things done in a way that like doesn't really require overthinking because I think the constraints of this past year, um, like you still want, you still have goals that you want to get done. You still have projects that you want to get done. And developing like the gumption to kind of get it done no matter what like just in, I'm talking about like I wanted to build so such and such and maybe I would have gone into a makerspace if it wasn't COVID time but I kind of figured out I was like, oh I can probably just cut stuff cut wood outside of my car on street parking because I see contractors doing it all the time. and just like just things like that, figuring out like different ways to just kind of get things off the ground. Um, I think everyone's kind of had a lot of experiences with that as well, because people still want to keep creating, even though we're in like kind of a modified reality. Yeah,
2: it's true. It's people want to keep creating. It's true. You can do a lot. Just whatever happens. Yeah. Right? You, see... you know, they... Go on. Yeah, if you want to do it. It's a, it's very easy to find excuses to not want to do something.
0: Yes. Right. Like and if sorry. you have the Go ahead. and if you have the luxury of working with other people, it a lot of times make it easier to do something because you're all encouraging one another and, you know, lifting a piece of plywood with two pieces of pe- with sorry, lifting a piece of plywood with two people is a lot easier than lifting it by yourself. So it just makes all those incremental steps like way easier that if you have the opportunity to to bring some other people into it. Um, in non COVID times, it's a lot easier. So it, it, I guess I'm just saying, um, I've had, like, I've always in all of my building over the last four years or five years or whatever, like come up against a lot of roadblocks in just doing things out of a small space and with like limited tools, but like definitely encountering some new roadblocks this year made for like pretty positive learning experiences and realizing that like you can still get stuff done
2: totally where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you have to have the will.
0: Yeah. And sometimes that's like the hardest thing to come up with. It's, it's very easy sometimes to just be like, okay, I'm going to put that down for today and do something else. I'm going to just leave it where, where it lies.
2: Well, I remember putting a four by eight sheet of plywood on the roof of my car. Because that's how I needed to get it home because I needed the pa- – I went there and I was expecting the panel saw to be not broken, which is stupid at my Home Depot. It is literally broken 70 70- – it's like a McDonald's ice cream I was just I <laughs> could see <laughs> that.
0: I was rushing to unmute. <laughs> uh,
2: it's exactly like that. And uh, yeah, so I uh, – yeah, I had to put a full 4 by 8 sheet of, of plywood on my roof. Of my car, and guess what? No problem. Got it home. Had the straps. Knew that was going to be a possibility. Like, you just where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, yeah. I um, I really miss having a truck.
1: <laughs> I had to get M- I had to get a sheet of MDF for my workbench because the tops MDF, and I took my wife's car. I just got them to cut it up. Thank God the pedal saw was working and um, shoved it in the back of that, but. I really, yeah, it's it's going to be a struggle. Like, and not just that, but just being able to go get something if I want it. Like, I have to. Uh, like, none of us have tow bars anymore, so
0: can't get a trailer at all. And I think, like, one exa- good example I can think of is so I've kind of mentioned it off and on, but I, I'm going to be building this. Um, Height adjustable Torah lectern for a synagogue in Toronto, and I'm not actually going to be building it for months, like almost a year. So I haven't really talked about it much in the podcast because it's nothing has changed <laughs> in the physical world, just in conversations and design. So um, it's kind of an intimidating project, though. It's pretty big. It's there's moving parts, um, and it, it can e- it can be easy to feel overwhelmed. But when I'm feeling that way, I think back to a year ago now and the things I was able to figure out over that course of time and get done. And it's kind of allowed me to trust myself and know that um, it will. It, I will be able to get it done. Um, even though maybe at this moment in time, it feels a little overwhelming. It's like, oh, I might have to move some big pieces of wood. Oh, I can just rent a U-Haul and move this if I need to. Like I've had these other experiences of of moving throughout the city and, and getting things done in COVID times. So just continue to apply those lessons and people get much more done with much less. Hmm.
1: Huh. Yeah. Well, our, um, like our Bunnings. So your home Depot has like a free trailer hire if you buy something, but, oh, but we wow. don't have balls, So you get like, you get it for like two hours, I think. So, and, so, like, we've had to, in the past, when we didn't have a trailer, we wanted to get some sand from, like, somewhere else. So, I just went there, bought a piece of wood, got the trailer for two hours, got the sand, went home. Um, and people do that all the time. They'll go buy a piece of wood just so they can move house. But, yep. yeah, it's really good. But, as I said, we both don't have two balls anymore, so.
0: All right. Well, on that, should we uh, move on to clamp mandations for the week? yes however before we do that i want to give a big shout out to our patrons
2: oh no (laughs) he's already playing it (laughs) you need to visually cue us adam (laughs) sorry
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm assuming it's done for then before we uh say our commendations this week i want to give a big thank you to everyone who supports us on patreon um, we are supremely grateful for everyone over there. Um, everyone who supports us on Patreon gets access to the pre-show and after show, which everyone who's watching on the YouTube live stream, you'll be able to see anyway, because we're just going straight live to tape baby. Um, although the pre-show was mostly just technical difficulties this week, I'm sure the after show will be way more entertaining. Uh, Grant, what are you cracking up at? Uh, the pre-show. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, You will also get a custom embossed leather keychain made by yours truly if you become a patron. Um, And if you would like to learn more about that, you can go to patreon.com slash clamp. And if you would like to support the show another way, we always appreciate you sharing it with someone who you think might enjoy our banter um, or just leaving us a review or, yeah, any of those lovely sharing engagement things we very much appreciate all right um adam what do you got this week oh i'm first
1: uh i have a pretty- you're not gonna play the clamp mandations thing okay i'm <laughs> gonna play the clamp mandations thing
0: again
1: <laughs> well my clamp mandation this week is going to be a video by nick zamedi he made a um epoxy river table but it's got Ten, it says ten thousand pieces of Lego. I don't believe that though, um, but the, it's pretty cool. So, like through the river is different scenes made out of Lego, and then they go into a waterfall down into like a big sort of block of Lego, like they've flowed out into there. And there's like a little TV screen in there in the um, the part of the floor and stuff. It's um it's really cool. The only thing I wish he would have done was to actually like fill in the river. And that be the table, but he didn't. He left it hollow with the Lego pieces in there, and then put a piece of glass over the top. Um, but yeah, no, it looks pretty cool. I remember, I remember watching Nick like when he had like a hundred subscribers, and he like he's just blown up since I last saw. Crazy.
2: Yeah, I'm just looking at the picture now. I kind of like the fact that he didn't fill in the the thing so then you can move the legos around. No you
1: can't they're all glued in place. Oh. There's epoxy well then never mind. Po- yeah there's epoxy poured over the top of everything. But just a thin oh. layer to hold everything in place.
2: Oh well then. Yeah. I'm not going to go there. And <laughs> uh, my uh, my mandation this week is something that I've spent probably a little bit too much time on in the last year um, <laughs> is the video game Hearthstone. So it's a uh, World of Warcraft or Blizzard. like It's based on World of Warcraft, basically. But it, uh, it's a collectible card game, kind of like Magic the Gathering. But because it's done on the computer, it can have way cooler things. Um, I know Magic has its own computer thing, but I got out of Magic and said I'd never go back. And uh, yeah, so I play Hearthstone instead. <laughs> but uh, I de- I've definitely spent a little bit too much time on it in the last year, and I thought that would be one of those things that we I could recommend anyone looking for a diversion. Uh, Hearthstone is a fun thing, and right now, if you join and you go through the little like tutorial levels, uh, they'll give you a free competitive deck, which is kind of nice.
0: Are, we sponsored? So, so, are you a Hearthstone <laughs> I
2: I don't want to see the game gone, because I've had <laughs> other games that I really enjoyed that uh, people stop playing, and then all of a sudden, it's not fun to play when it's a, you know, an online game. You need others. So, yes, I am.
1: Well, one of my good mates has been playing RuneScape every day for twenty years.
2: Oh, oh wow! Ooh. I know, like that is commitment.
0: That sounds like a job. He should retire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, my commendation this week. Um, so we have been watching wild wild country which is not exactly new i think it's like a year or so old but it is a docu-series on netflix it is incredibly well made and it is about the uh rajnishis or the Zenyasins, which is a religious group slash cult uh that established a settlement in oregon in the 80s Um, and there's a lot of drama around it. There is a lot of legal things that happened and it is really fascinating, super well made. I don't, it's crazy watching it, just how much, um, footage they had from there. It seems like everyone in this community was just constantly filming everything. Um, but it's a crazy story that I'm surprised I never even knew existed. Like throughout it, I'm half expecting, um, someone to come on and say like psych this didn't actually happen like that uh undersea documentary from a few years ago i can't remember what it was called but like everyone got duped into thinking uh, this thing was real but it was actually fiction um but have you ever seen have you ever seen foobar no what's that
2: oh it's a mockumentary about it was a canadian mockumentary about these like anyway so People believed it to be real, but it's a, it's FUBAR stands for fucked up beyond all recognition. Oh gosh. I just swore.
1: <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. I just beep it out. Well, for the, your. In the edit. Yeah. For out. your edit. Yeah.
2: Uh, effed up beyond all recognition. I don't fucking and, care. Uh. uh <laughs> oh yeah. uh, anyways. So yeah, you should watch that. It's a really great like mockumentary and it oh, just nice. like a lot of people thought it was real.
0: That's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I've I've enjoyed some mockumentaries. Um, the A Mighty Wind, uh, Waiting for Guffman. I can't remember the guy who made those, but uh, it's kind of the same creator. Uh, what We Do in the Shadows, Taika Kiki from Adam's Neck of the Woods, all really funny. Um, but yeah, Wild Wild Country is super good, especially if you have any interest in cults. Um, it's fascinating. Jacob Doherty seconds Wild Wild Country. I just read in the chat. Um yeah. So that is my commendation for this week. Okay, have you up, seen
1: um have you seen the Fly Festival documentary? Yeah, it's
0: so good. <laughs> oh what? my god, it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, Christopher Guest. Yeah, that's the creator of a uh, Best in Show and A Mighty Wind and Waiting for Gotham All really good. Uh, um okay. So we have a review this week. Um, I was actually watching an accent video before reading this because I wanted to make sure I had this just right. Um, <clears throat> let me just get a quick sip of water before I start. <laughs> Sorry if I just coughed into the mic for everyone.
2: Everyone's used to it, don't uh, worry.
0: Yeah. So,
2: so, I, I did see, I did see the, the noble liking in the
0: chat, so. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's ready. I apologize if this is (laughs) offensive, but I'm just trust me I'm doing my best. I just realized this is the first time that great
1: that uh, Molly's doing a review and the person that left the review can hear him stuff up Live.
0: Yeah, live. Here we go. A great show with cool makers, keeping the mood up while I'm at work or waiting for the train. I've been to the whole podcast over the course of three weeks and enjoyed every episode. BTW, congratulations to over 50 episodes. Keep it up. Watching your channels motivated me to restart editing my first video, and so hope you would like it. Thanks so far from Stefan, aka the Noble Viking, sent from Dresden, Germany. So, Dresden is the capital of Saxony, which is in the east of Germany, and apparently they have a very specific dialect. Um and oh, <laughs> just waiting for what Stefan's <laughs> gonna say.
1: Well, you um, got the you got the um like the Hebrew <laughs> noises in pretty good.
0: Yeah. So yeah. one way I heard it described is that uh it's a very like loose jaw, uh compared to other German <laughs> dialects. Um I don't know, Stefan, you're in the chat. Tell me how I did.
1: Yeah. I I also want to say that um thank you so much, Stefan, that we have motivated you to. To restart editing your first video like that—that that to me is is huge. That that we can give you that inspiration to get that push yeah. forward.
0: Heck yeah! I'm excited to see it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Make sure you tag us on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, before we we're not actually gonna head out. We're gonna keep going for the pre-show or for the after-show rather. Yeah. But before we call, say goodbye to the recorded version. Um, I want to give a big thanks for T.F. Turning for his great theme music, which I always sing at the beginning of the after show. And um, if you want to see Grant's beautiful cover art, you can see it on Instagram at Clampcast. You can follow us on Twitter at The Clampcast uh, for tweets and such. You can also watch the show on YouTube, uh, which as of right now, 16 people are. Uh, 16 very cool people, and uh, yeah.
2: Do you see what what, uh, Stefan said?
0: He says you got it pretty good. I don't speak that accent. Well, it's where you said you were from, so (laughs) I can only I can only read minds uh, of certain people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you can also find us at clampcast.com. And as is always put at the end of the Google Doc, but I feel awkward to say. You can never have too many clamps, so don't forget to share this with a friend. <laughs> so corny.
2: <laughs> That's you can, I like. you can all
1: thank Grant for that, by the way.
2: Yeah. No, you can actually think Billy. Billy Billy's the one from uh him and I uh woodworking or customs or he changes his name every other week. It's him and I plus some sort of products or or thing. Okay, bye everyone that didn't join us live. Bye. Bye.